0: This episode will be about a brand new religion which is uh, getting coined more and more actively especially during the last few months. And that's important for you even if you have uh, no interest in any religion whatsoever because this religion will have keen interest in you for sure to the point and that it might cause those who not worship the image of the beast to be slain. So although it is a religion, it will be enforced by your local police for sure in let's say some 5-10 years from now. And that's why I have collected in this video a good amount of prophecies from all kinds of sources about this uh, future religion, which will be enforced during the period of the Great Tribulation. This video will cover the so-called Abrahamic uh, family-human-fraternity farce, then the upcoming 8th ecumenical council, and then a bit of uh, detail about the actual rituals of this uh, future devil worship. So although they have been introducing corruption and they have been distorting the teachings of the old religions, making them almost unrecognizable, still they are not satisfied and now that the final phase of the end game is very near, they have embarked on erasing any ritual or doctrine which uh, even if uh, already modified, still somehow recognizes the benevolent God. The modern Christianity is the most perfect illustration of uh, what I just said. It has been so distorted over the ages that uh, most people cannot even connect to the original teachings of uh, Christ using Christianity. But still, it mentions Jesus Christ and His revered as an incarnation of uh, the supreme benevolent God. And all these incarnated devils around us, they cannot tolerate this. That's why they are uh, working on it a couple of years ago. The Pope was forced to sign a document which grants authority to the national conferences and bishops to basically modify the ritual of the Holy Mass, which is just a mild beginning of what will follow described in the Jehani prophecies. The bishops in France and other regions will simply demand to be no longer under the authority of the Pope and basically decide what to do and what Christianity is. They will define it themselves locally with the help of the political parties. And that will allow them to switch from Christianity to straightforward uh, devil rituals on local basis while still using the trademark of Christianity. You can find the exact quotes in the episode about France with the Jehenni prophecies. So February 2019 the Pope went to the United Arab Emirates and kissed this uh, whatever muslim representative in the mouth during his so-called apostolic journey and they all signed that everything is fine with this uh, new religion i'm not sure how are they calling it Islam or something like that but it's uh, supported by this human fraternity uh, mission which even has uh, a website and youtube channel uh, uh, which uh, nobody watches So in this infamous uh, document that they signed, it's written that the current religions are wrong, thus openly insulting and betraying the religions which they're supposed to be heads of. And since they're wrong and need modification, well, they haven't told us in clear wording what is the exact uh, modification and this uh, unity and fraternity, but there is a hint already. This is uh, from their fraternity document. So, on the last line, what should be rejected is the imposition of a cultural way of life that others do not accept. In other way, if somebody else doesn't like your cultural way, It should be rejected because somebody else doesn't like it. Well, they didn't specify, but this somebody else will be the government after a few years and the police, of course. Other thing that they say that should be rejected is uh, adherence to a certain religion or culture. So, what does it mean a certain religion? These are the religions which we know, like, for example, Christianity, Islam, Baha'i, Hinduism. All these should be rejected because they are adherents to a certain religion. So, if you cannot adhere to a certain religion, what can you adhere to? Well, you will be able and obliged to adhere to their new surrogate religion, which they will call the Mary religion. Mary in the sense of cheerful and joyful, according to the Jehenni prophecies. She also mentioned that they will try to make a temple, a world temple of this religion, and indeed they are trying to build that in Abu Dhabi. Here they are telling us the Abrahamic family house will be a place of coexistence among religions and a place of dialogue when it will be completed in 2022. They will be telling us officially about the new religion on the future 8th Ecumenical Council, which is supposed to be a universal gathering of dignitaries and theological experts to settle matters of church doctrine and practice. Towards the very end, all religions will be made one. That could be, so to say, the beginning of the end. They will call this ecumenical council holy. In reality, it will be a gathering of unholy souls who will conjure one new religion, uniting allegedly all the existing ones. They will obliterate all fasts. The monastic life will be extinguished. They will marry the celibates and even introduce new type of religious calendar. During this unholy council, they will not only unite all religions, but they will also officially cancel their affiliation with the true benevolent God. Also, two uh, Orthodox prophecies uh, say that the Antichrist, the main Antichrist himself, will be present. One of them says that it will be secretly, and the other one uh, talks about uh, him showing miracles like a rainbow around him and it might be interpreted that it happens during the council and uh, he folks the minds of the people with a couple of miracles like uh, he orders a bird to come to his uh, feet or something like this but these episodes could be after the council as well anyhow the main point is that he will be there the Eighth ecumenical council is mentioned in number of orthodox prophecies and uh, the new satanic religion is described as ecumenical in a couple of uh, catholic prophecies and even jehenia our most reliable source described how the new format for the satanic rituals will be cooked up on the basis of the existing religions here a few centuries old prophecy describes the strange ecumenical church. They were building a great, strange, and extravagant church. Everybody was to be admitted in order to have equal rights, but God had other design. And after that, as uh, prophesied by the Bible, the Quran, and countless other prophets, the religions uh, which we know of today, they will be all forbidden, closed by the state, and uh, gradually their buildings will be uh, converted to taverns and places of the new religion. Elderly respected priests will be literally dragged out by the police and kicked out of uh, the temples of worship. The main symbol of the new religion will be the six-pointed star. And priests, the way we know them now, uh, there will be hardly any. Almost everybody will accept the new passport, which will be equivalent to the Mark of the Beast. In many of the temples of the new religion, they will actually have women as uh, priests. And they will ban uh, Otchenash and Verü. These are like the two main uh, Christian prayers. I don't know what is their Catholic equivalent. But those will be forbidden, they, the Antichrist, he will also not allow them to be chanted during this uh, unholy ecumenical council. So earlier we read about the Islamic prophecies that the jail will be followed by crowds of women who will loudly support him. And this is uh, the second hint that he might pretend to be holy guardian of all women and fighter for their rights. They're making everything ready for this new surrogate religion. Their book will be called Book of the Second Celebration because the Dajjal will imitate the second coming of Christ. So his book will be called the Book of the Second Celebration. This is a prophecy by Mary Julie Jehani and the book will be sealed with the words of the abyss. Also, don't think that uh, the second celebration will be celebrated by the new members of this religion. The Dajal will be celebrating only at the end with a very rich harvest of souls. But their destination, where they go when he celebrates, there will be no celebration there. The any prophecies continued. They will dress in large red cloaks. They will give you a piece of bread and few drops of water they will permit this ritual in all houses and even under the firmament in other words everybody will be able to salute Lucifer under the sky in the open or in every house every house may mean uh, every residence or every house of worship like every type of temple Well, I never doubted it would be like this. We all know that the gates of hell are wide open for everybody, anytime. So, Jehenia and the Orthodox prophecies, they describe the new rituals as some sort of uh, mixture of the rituals of the existing uh, religions. Just uh, the wine will be uh, substituted with some sort of colored spirit and other cheap ingredients. The legitimate pastors will be replaced by others formed by hell, initiated in all vices, who cover the souls with filth. All the temples with, will be with electronic security, with all kinds of passwords and pass devices. Many of the priests will stand with their devices while doing the devilish service. will be of course a giant idol of the beast very very modern even worldly people and believers will find the giant idol very very impressive incredibly and persuasively lifelike in its functioning and awe-inspiring in its verbal pronouncements it seems it will have also audio effects it will strike fear and reverence in the hearts of the unbelievers, I think also in the believers <laughs> who come to Jerusalem to worship the beast, the devil, the impression of the idol in conjunction with the miracles performed by the false prophet. And that's one of the devils partnering with the Dajjal the false prophet and the prior apparent resurrection of the beast in conjunction with his military conquest of the world will be more than enough for all those who have rejected the one true god to convince them to the divinity of the devil's son so this satanic idol will be to the entrance of the gateway in the inner court that faces north in the newly built Temple of Solomon, then further on in the Bible they talk about the rooms with pictures in this temple engraved on the wall all around in every form of creeping things and loathsome beasts and all the idols of the devils. This is disgusting and the main idol is described as image of terror and provoking terror. I apologize for bringing up such distasteful topics, but it is better that uh, you hear about the truth of all this on time instead of uh, going there yourself because... uh, this after because of the wars all borders will be closed there were prophecies about that but when it comes to this image and this temple and the coronation around all all of a sudden it will be allowed visa free for everybody to visit so many of the people who now complain that i'm uh, bringing up uh, ghastly ugly topics and accuse me of negativity they don't want to learn what is the essence of uh, this upcoming nonsense, and they will visit in person, and they will get entangled. They will join the club of the creepy creatures. And what will be the fate of uh, those who join? Here, in the fraternity brotherhood document, they say that they declare that religion must never incite war, hateful attitudes, hostility and extremism, neither violence nor shedding of blood. That's what they say and that's why the prophets explicitly warned us that uh, it will be sugar-coated and only when the laws come into power the people will figure out that they meant exactly the opposite. All around will be only war, only hateful attitudes, only hostility, unheard of extremism, violence, gangs and lots of shedding of blood. And it will be the members of this new club uh, that will do all this they themselves they will also develop taste for uh, rape raping children and trading children for such purposes and people in general buying and selling for this purpose this will not be explicitly written in the uh, what was it, the Brotherhood fraternity Document of the Ecumenical Council, that will come afterwards when people officially uh, declare their souls to be possession of the devil. Inside, they will develop then these tendencies very, very quickly. The road to hell is very wide open, and they will start doing all these things themselves, also cannibalism. It will come out naturally for them. And the way they will be convinced to undergo such a transformation is that first accepting the so-called joyful religion, because the Dajjal, he will not be atheist, he will be a very religious person, but he will just make small corrections, which will be made in a very skillful language. like he will say yes there was a god everything was like in the bible he will be a very sweet talker but you see don't you feel that this world is made for enjoyment that that, that, don't you feel this in the core of your heart and everybody will think about it and agree yes and that's true the desire for a happy life is natural however the slight the, the distortion comes that he will substitute it with like instant enjoyment and here comes the fruit of his uh, centuries of distorting of the meaning of the words in the minds of the people to the point of absurd associations like for example alcohol is there some sort of happiness in alcohol yes and the happiness consists of uh, temporary losing uh, awareness and memory of all the daily suffering which people experience and which is called in long, caused in long term by the Dajjal, who has been gradually turning the beautiful earth into hell, but systematically uh, over long periods so that uh, newer and newer generations come and they forget how was it originally. And the most important thing which uh, people forgot is this unending spring of bliss which comes straight from their souls. This is uh, something which very few modern people experience because most of the religious practices are also corrupted. And somebody may pass by a church and hear a chant about bliss pouring from the divine on the soul, but he will think it's a symbol or just a song. Because uh, he never experienced that, his parents did not, he has some new agey people who do meditation but they don't report much of a difference in their life as well. So the average Joe on the street is practically cut off from the real bliss and the real uh, blissful existence as it was originally when the human species was designed. and. He's plunged into miserable life and during those few short moments that he forgets this artificial misery, well, that is some ground to consider alcoholism as an enjoyment. But I mean, this is pathetic. Well, alcohol is not the only thing people think they enjoy nowadays, but almost everything else in their uh, list of enjoyments is also either fake or a very pale reflection of the real bliss. Also, by far, uh, most people, even when they experience the so called enjoyments, what modern people usually understand to be enjoyable things, that doesn't really make their entire life happy. Maybe it reduces their misery to some extent or those who have money at least can choose the type of misery they experience. But as far as profound happiness, no, this is very rare in modern times. If people are really honest with themselves and they examine their own soul with all honesty in front of themselves, most of them will simply find self-hatred. Based on the hatred of life which they lead, they don't understand the self anyway, so it is turned, transformed into self hatred later on. Some people will be misled by the sweet talking. They will assume that this enjoyment he's suggesting will actually make them happy. And uh, when they join the club, then everything will practically boil down to uh, ugly, violent public sex and outright alcoholism finding an excuse to join violent gangs because you see everybody else is like that such times are upon us There was one huge surprise for me when I started reading all kinds of prophecies about the future of the religions as we know them today. That is about the fate of the Pope. And what I read is everywhere the same in really countless Catholic prophecies, of course. You can find them in the book You Have Been Warned, Link in the previous episodes. So, all of them say the very same thing about the future of the Pope. When the moment comes to utterly betray Christ and join the new religion, they will have a council in the Vatican, and almost everybody of the cardinals will join the new religion because of evil heart or a very substantial bribe or fear of persecution. However, all the prophecies say that the Pope and a very small handful of uh, other people from the Vatican, they will refuse to accept personally the new religion, and they will go in hiding for some months or a year or more. Uh, during that time, they will appoint another Uh, false pope in Rome, but eventually he will return and, according to some uh, prophecies, will be uh, murdered when he returns. According to some others, he will continue to be the pope. So I found that to be very surprising since uh, currently he is participating in this fraternity, whatever, brotherhood initiative, the forerunner of the the angelic religion. Let's see, anything is possible. And here, their practical plans for Rome are revealed, burning down a prominent church just to build another one on the top, a true communion of the unholy with one shepherd and one flock, with salaried pope. And it seems that their project is even almost completed, but instead of altar with saints it's got place with abomination. A pivotal role in uh, the strategy which the will use to turn absolutely normal normal people into cruel zombies, with uh, his uh, religion and soul possession, is to convince them that don't you worry because everything you do, you don't really get like punishment or reaction or karma for it. Whatever you do, if you think it's right, and if you think you enjoy, that's it. You're safe. And that's why his uh, agents have been introducing these very skillfully distorted philosophies under the disguise of uh, modern New Age religion even. Because in older times, everybody knew very well whatever you do to others, it will come back to you. But these modern people these modern agents of him, they found very skillful ways to actually convince people who are interested in spirituality that uh, there is nothing like that. You can do whatever you wish and after that you think positively and you are all set like new. And the deceit they use is very subtle and difficult to detect because uh, usually this deceit is interwoven in other teachings which are very powerful because they are true, like, uh, for example, how reality manifests from our psyche. And that is combined with a modern, attractive for the young people terminology like ascension and uh, channeling Pleiades or other ascending masters. Just an example of uh, what kind of tricks they use. For example, they say, oh, there is no hell. These are lies of the church to keep people always in fear. This is negativity. Don't you believe in that? For example, they say, you see, the people who do like uh, future and past life regressions, they don't go to hell when they die. Nobody goes to hell when they die. You see, it is all lie. Now, where comes this subtle distortion? First of all, it is a really a necessary uh, negativity. The way, at least, the church as we know it in recent times uh, wants to keep the people in fear of hell and constant negativity. That's really bad. But this doesn't mean that there is no normal way to know about hell, like the way it is, for example, in the Vedas. There is description of hell, but people are not like making a fear of hell like a main meditation point of their life. But still, the knowledge and the description of hell is there. The other very subtle distortion is it is true that people don't go to hell when they die unless they really imagine themselves like that they can, uh, because of their imagination, go for a short time to hell. But it is true that when we die, we go to what in Hinduism is called Pitriloka which is a very high state of consciousness and we are always there in between lives so to say but this uh, doesn't mean that when the time for the next incarnation comes this cannot be in hell because hell is a place it's it's uh, some people call it planet or plane of existence and yes uh, We can get born there, and it is not uh, just uh, one hell. It's a multitude of places where existence is uh, much more miserable than Earth, exactly as there are places where life is uh, far better. Of course, there are places where it is far worse. And another subtle distortion that these uh, people who pretend to be New Age religious uh, people, but are actually agents undercover who spread the Jalic doctrines, they say, oh, don't you worry, don't be so negative. You judge yourself if you don't believe me, read the testimonials of the people who had um, near-death experiences. And actually, yes, in uh, these experiences, that's exactly what people report. But the subtle catch which they don't tell you is that when you judge yourself, you do it in that expanded consciousness in Pitriloka. And in that expanded state of consciousness, Well, as all people uh, who report such experiences, especially those who have had longer ones and got acquainted a little bit with the environment over there, they're quite different personalities. And it is uh, with practically everybody who returns from there, they even become different people here their views of uh, life and death change often quite radically and that is uh, only after a couple of minutes of uh, usually near-death experience. So it is true that uh, it is mostly your own higher self who is the judge uh, of your actions during a given lifetime, this doesn't mean that uh, you will be judged with your current value system because the current one you have is um, very much influenced in the society in which uh, you grew up and also by the philosophies which influenced you which may happen to be also the Jalic. while the philosophy your higher self has that is influenced by the angels and by the absolute truth and might be radically different so these um, fraudulent new Agey teachers, they're actually misleading you To uh, when they tell you, oh, you see, you, you judge yourself, and uh, in the back of your mind you think, oh, so I will just forgive all my sins, and I'm all set, everything is perfect. No, if it was like this, your higher self wouldn't plan all these difficulties in your life. I mean your current life. Use the example of your current life What to have some examples of what your higher self can plan for you. Or if you have an absolutely happy life, then at least uh, look at the lives of uh, most of the people on earth who do not uh, find them very happy. And they have been also uh, decided upon before their birth by their own higher selves. So this is the way um, the the jalic agents are already confusing, have already seriously confused even most of the spiritual people on earth. They take a powerful philosophy with lots of truth which resonates with people and they change just a few very small things in it so that the full thing uh, looks uh, genuine, like... uh, proper spiritual message, but it is actually mixed with a bit of poison inside. And that's why Christ explicitly warned that those who twist, especially in such a cunning way, his teachings to gain things in this world, they will be erased from the book of life. And then his next message, I think, is precisely addressed to those who are telling you that uh, Don't you worry, just think positively in your mind that you are positive and you are all fine, you will be all fine. Here is the message of Christ for such people. I shall come over the sinful world with the rumbling of a thunder at a cold winter night. The storm will be preceded by a hot south wind and hailstorms of hundred weight will batter the earth. Destructive lightnings will flash through burning red cloud masses, setting everything on fire. The air will become full of poisonous gas, sulfur, and a smoldering vapor. Tornadoes will smash all the proud buildings erected in the frenzy of your sense of power. Then you will recognize there is a will which prevails over the will of man end of quote so what is wrong with all these uh, teachings for thinking positively such teachings are not bad or uh, wrong by themselves just there are many details which are usually not included for example the most essential is that what is actually positive and what is negative That uh, is very subjective in the modern world. What is positive for one person is actually negative for another. Actually real standards of uh, good and bad do exist, of positive and negative. However modern people are so much uh, divorced from the universal truth and standard of uh, good and bad that your personal standard for what is positive and negative might be very different from the standard of God, the standard of the angels, and ultimately the standard of your own higher self, which is uh, your ultimate judge. It is well known that the road to hell is all paved with good intentions. And the main problem is that the standards of the modern people have been distorted so monstrously. That Christ himself will come in the form of such frightful punishment to make them recognize that there is a will which prevails over the will of the mind of man. Somebody asks, should able-bodied non-family men sign up for the armies against the Antichrist rather than fleeing into the woods with stockpiles of food? Actually, since the man who is asking is uh, from America, I don't think uh, he will even have the option to sign up for the armies against the Antichrist because that will be in the Middle East and according to a few prophecies, international borders will be closed at that time due to the wars and anyway i don't see how can i advise uh, anybody to join any army when it is clear from all the prophecies that most of the people will think that uh, the dajjal is actually christ and joining the uh, dajjalic armed forces means only one going after these saintly people. And the second reason for which uh, I wouldn't recommend uh, joining any type of armed forces are these uh, revolutions, about which I found even more prophecies uh, very recently. They will be all centrally instigated and will put uh, one by one on fire all the countries uh, on earth under... uh, The slogans of equality equal rights and all kinds of uh, far right-wing slogans and even uh, communist style inspirational quotes so the slogans which will inspire these revolutions will be very well composed they will be words of justice however the entire experience of uh, the revolutions will be a pure butchering the newly appointed uh, leaders after the revolutions. They will keep repeating the beautiful poetic slogans, but they will be loyal to the Jal, who will be so pleased uh, seeing how millions are butchered upon his order, that he will make his fund double by organizing also anti-revolutions. This will all come in the prophecies about the Third World War, And I think that the civil unrest experienced in America under the pretext of black people fighting for their rights is a perfect example of a drill that they are conducting. Because the slogans and the official aims of that movement, better lives for the black people, equality, these are of course very good things. But when we look under the practical side of the things, how groups of these people destroy even black neighborhoods and the houses of uh, their own people, one starts wondering what is going on and after all it seems these are very same people who cause this type of uh, raids in different cities in u.s and they are very well organized they are transported with buses from one town to another while the newspapers report that these are actually people who are outraged and are protesting and rioting spontaneously certainly it is not uh, spontaneous because uh, very similar types of upheavals were organized also in a few other countries in europe and even Azerbaijan, and I believe a few other places, all was uh, centrally instigated. The other day I saw a documentary about the uh, Mennonites from Belize. They went in the deep Peruvian jungle, where there are no roads, no civilization. The only way to get there is to travel a few days by boat so these uh, very traditional mennonite uh, christians because they know how to survive in such conditions without uh, they don't need external help from our so-called civilized technology it is no problem for them to settle in such conditions and they did it they relocated They noticed that the world around is going uh, too crazy and they decided to go to a normal place. It's very beautiful there with the high canopy. That's, I think, uh, the best place one can choose for the upcoming tribulation. Interestingly enough, uh, the area where they went was a couple of days boat drive away from Pokalpa and pucalpa was where i lived when i was in peru i was like 40 minutes away drive from pucalpa and that was uh, already reasonably wild it was a uh, jungle all around the canopy was not as high as uh, the images i saw from their colony but still it is sure that in uh, that type of environment one is uh, safe from uh, prosecution. They will definitely not uh, send an army to travel uh, days by boat to try to hunt a uh, couple of uh, Mennonites in the deep forest. This uh, newly found Mennonite uh, colony deep in the Amazon jungle, I see it as a direct fulfillment of uh, the prophecy that God will take to safety his own people before the tribulation starts. At least to my understanding that is uh, the safest possible scenario. Although there is one prophecy which uh, says that there is a possibility of uh, submerging of lands, land sinking in uh, South America, but besides that possibility, it seems to be relatively safe there. Over there, under the Amazon canopy, there are scattered small uncontacted or barely contacted tribes. Probably the Dajalic cobweb will not manage to reach them at all. There are no roads, there are no addresses air raids will be also difficult because everything is hidden under the green canopy so unless that entire uh, continent gets submerged those people will uh, not notice much difference during the tribulation. Yes, there will be few strange days of darkness, but the experience for them will not be as extreme as uh, for the so-called civilized people, because the native people most likely have been already through such experiences in their shamanic ceremonies, so it won't be that new for them.